Good morning. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3. I'm Jenna Barr. Thanks for joining me this sunshiny Friday morning. Happy Friday to you. If you'd like to text in or call, our number is 850-437-1620. Would love to know your thoughts, your comments this morning. You can drop them into our text line, 437-1620. This morning, we're going to be joined by Scott Luth over the phone with um, Elevate Escambia, the E-Date uh, program. And Scott's going to break it down for us. I know this is very important for our community. We want this um, to kind of be on a platform for people to understand. So he's going to break it down, the what and the why um, behind it and why it's important for us as citizens of Escambia County. So good morning, Scott. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Well, we're really excited to hear about this. Uh, This is brand new to the Pensacola Expert Panel, but we know that there are a ton of benefits behind E-Date. So I want you to break down what E-Date stands for and what it actually is for our community. Sure. The the E-Date program is a a tax exemption program that was created by state statute, uh, I mean, years ago. So I think Escambia County is now voting on maybe a third round, so maybe 30 years of actually having the program available uh, to assist us, you know, us as a community, and in particular the Escambia County uh, Board of County Commissioners, in bringing new companies and new industry and helping existing industries expand into the Pensacola area. So again, kind of stepping back, you know, it was created by state statute, so the state legislature uh, allows for certain exemptions as they relate to economic development incentive programs and this is one of those tools in our toolbox that the that the local county actually has the authority to to grant or award um, as they see fit so like for example having navy federal move into our area is um an outcome from e-date correct yeah that's uh, that's probably one of our largest examples of a company that uh, that we were in a very competitive nature um, they were, at the time, you know, they were looking at multiple locations across the south of where they wanted to locate their facility. Um, you know, they were trying to make those decisions, not only where a great community was, but the type of labor that they had. Um, and, and normally when an incentive like this comes into, you know, comes into play, well, you know, a, the communities have shortlisted where they want to be. They know they can be successful in Pensacola, you know, maybe Jacksonville. Um, you know, on multiple locations. And then, and then what they do is then they start looking at their costs. And so obviously their costs to build a building, the cost of labor, um, all the costs that go into running a facility or an operation for multiple years. And taxes are a part of that. And so when we're competing against other states or other communities, and those communities are offering a tax break on their new construction or equipment, um, then it's good that we can also put that, that same incentive on the table. And of course, in the Navy Federal's case, you know, that, that's what happened. Uh, the county, you know, in exchange for, uh, gosh, you know, now 10,000 jobs and, a, and a, an over billion dollar capital investment on site, uh, the amount of payroll and the amount of future taxes that that company would pay more than offset the very short term, you know, 10 year tax exemption that the county actually offered on that particular project. And so that's pretty much how it's used. And we don't use it all the time. Uh, in the last 10 years, the county has, I think, only awarded about five separate e-dates, um, you know, to, to different companies. Um, so even though we may have worked 20 or 30 projects over that time frame, uh, only, only, uh, only about uh, five or six of those, actually, you know, several of them received e-dates. 
Wow, that's incredible. And actually, if you really think about the not only the amount of um, economic development that has come with thinking about Navy Fed alone, thinking about the families that have been brought in, how that's helped other business development, it trickles down and overall impacts our entire community. It, it definitely does. So, I mean, again, so, you know, so how the eBay works, you know, so like I said, like I told you, it's created by state statute. Um, you know, then, so, so what it allows is that, that the eBay program is, is, again, can be awarded up to 10 years, um, and it can be awarded anywhere from, you know, 50%. Of, of the taxes up to 100% of the taxes. And if it's a large enough project and it justifies it, then obviously then it would qualify for a full exemption. And so, and, and, and statutorily, it can only go out 10 years. And when we say a full exemption, just kind of for, for folks to know, the by statute, we can only, or the county can only abate their portion of the taxes. And so it's, it's the county's general millage that can be abated. So the company, still has to pay all the school taxes. It has to pay all the fire protection, water, you know, the, the water program, you know, um, the water tax is going to put on there. So the only portion that we're giving up, you know, for that time period is just the, uh, it's just the general accounting taxes, all the other things the company would pay. So when you look at a company that comes in, you know, that wants to, you know, build a building and come in the community, um, you know, the other thing to mention is only on the net new taxes generated. So if that piece of ground is already generating, you know, say, you know, $10,000 worth of taxes every year, that portion is not able to be abated. So, so we collect what's currently there. It's only on the new taxes generated. So if a company comes in and, and, and buys that land, you know, from the community and then, you know, builds a, a, you know, a you know, $20 million building on it um, and puts in another $15 million worth of equipment, and only that building and equipment then is, is going to be given the abatement because it's new to the community. So we're never losing taxes in an ebate situation. So what we're doing is we're giving up taxes that we've never earned in the first place. So that building didn't exist, that, that equipment was, no, was not in the community. And so we're giving up a portion of those taxes for up to 10 years just for the net new. So if that company decides to go to another community, we would never get those taxes either. And so... You know, so, so it's not like you're, you're losing something. You're just foregoing something for future taxes. And I hope that kind of helps sort of clarify how the, uh, how the program it works and, then, and, how the, and how we get that benefit back to the community. That's really good. Yes. And thank you for that. Scott Luth is joining me with Elevate Escambia uh, discussing and breaking down E-Date and how it impacts our community, how it impacts you, uh, the businesses around you. Uh, Scott, I do have a couple of questions for you here. And if you would like to ask Scott a question, drop it into our text line, 850-437-1620 here on the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Jenna Barr. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, Elevate Escambia. We definitely like to be elevated, Scott. So thank you for all the work that you do. Now, with the E-Date program, can it help existing businesses right now? Can it do anything in that area? Businesses that maybe are experiencing a loss from the past couple of years and everything we've gone through, or is it strictly for new businesses? No. So this, again, this program is for either new companies coming in or existing companies. Um, but it is, it is, again, it's limited to the, the abatement of future new taxes. So if an existing industry is, is currently paying taxes on a building and equipment, 
uh, the statute does not allow us to go back and then exempt those existing taxes. So, so the eBay program, again, will not allow us to be in a negative position. Right. It just defers any future taxes. And so, um, so we are. We, we are currently working with an existing company here in the community. Uh, actually, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's actually Pegasus Laboratories. We've already, we've already talked about this project and we've already announced this project in the community. And so, you know, so Pegasus is, is coming in and they've acquired the old Hitachi building. Um, you know, the Hitachi building has a tax base on it, uh, but they're going to come in and they're going to put millions of dollars worth of equipment in that building, as well as do a pretty significant renovation on that building. And so we are working with the county to, to give them an, an e-date on their new, you know, new equipment and new renovation. So they'll always continue to pay the taxes that have been paid on that building, uh, but we are looking at an exemption on, again, on the net new taxes. And, of course, when you look at our tax bill, um, you know, about half the, bill, half the overall bill goes to education and, and, and programs that are not eligible for exemption, and the other half is kind of your millage. That's just a rough breakdown. So we talk about the date again. It's usually about a 50% tax, a 50% break on your overall taxes. But it is for new companies, and it's also for the existing industry, but it's going to be based on their expansion. So, again, we can't look backwards, and we can't take taxes out of the tax base. And how long is the process to apply for E-Date? So, normally what we do is um, we, we work very closely with the county. And, again, we're, 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 I'm a Florida West Economic Development, so we're the city's and county's economic development agency. Um, so it's our job to kind of hold the hands of the company to, to go through the application process, work with our county commissioners and county staff to understand the value of the potential e-date. And so that's really kind of how, what our role is in this process. Obviously, we're very supportive of the, of the separate Elevate um, you know, group that's trying to help pass this. We think it's an important incentive. So we can still want to kind of clarify our role in this process here at the West. So... So the process is we have a company and, and, and we have those conversations. We try to determine the value of, of their investment in the community. So we look at their number of jobs. We look at their average wage. We look at their capital investment. And then we run an economic impact analysis to determine, you know, what type of e-date we want to offer um, in exchange for those types of investments and, and, that, and that payroll that we're going to receive in the future. And so we do that, and we actually, there is an application on the county's website. Uh, it is scored, you know, based on all of those things, and that kind of helps us calculate whether it's a 100% exemption over 10 years or whether it's a 50% exemption over 10 years or what that value is. So that's where that first step is that application process. Then we take that to the county. Uh, the county will, will pass a resolution. Uh, the resolution basically states, we like your project. Here's, here's the amount of e-date that we're willing to offer. And then when you're ready, you're going to come back and actually officially apply for that e-date. Uh, so they'll come back and we'll actually apply for the e-date. So the second step is actually an ordinance. Um, and usually at the ordinance stage, you know, that's when it's locked in. It says, okay, you know, you're, you're definitely eligible for an e-date. Um, here's the value. Here's the length of time. And so that's sort of the second step. The next step, well, then that ordinance then is handed over to the, the tax office in the appraisal's office or the Chris Jones' office. And that's the authority. That gives the authority of the tax office then to offer that e-date. Then the next step is, is when the company's ready, and that process may take up to a year or two years because the company then has to go out, um, build that building, or, or, or bring in that equipment and have that equipment installed. So depending on how long that takes, we may have between a year to a two-year gap you know, when the company's ready to actually apply for that year's e-date. And the company has to apply every year for that e-date. 
So they have to come in and, and, and say, you know, we're, we've done everything we said we're going to do. Here's our capital investment. Here's, here's the building that we built. Um, and so, so when they apply, then the tax professor will look at that. We will obviously work with them to verify that they created the jobs, um, that they are up and running, and then they'll actually get a break on that year's tax. Twelve months goes by, they actually have to apply again. Um, so each year that they're eligible, they actually have to apply and they have to verify that the company is, is actually active in doing what they said they were going to do. So that's sort of how this program actually works and the oversight uh, that's involved in, uh, in, in making sure that the taxpayers are protected, that we're actually getting the return on investment uh, that we're looking for for each one of their projects. Very good. I was actually going to ask if there was um, some form of accountability or regulation that the business has to maintain in order to receive the the eBay uh, the eBay each year. Um, and you kind of answered that for mm-hmm. me. But in order to continue, um, are there regulations behind eBay that you that the you um, request of and require of the business? Um, we do. I mean, again, normally what they normally what they you know have, have told us is they're going to tell us how many employees they're going to hire. Uh, they're going to tell us what the average wage of those employees are, uh, and they're also going to give us you know how much basically how much capital investment they're going to uh, you know going to spend. Of course, the capital investment is I'm not going to say I'm going to say easy because again, to the to the county tax assessor is going out and verifying that those were spent and they're actually determining the tax bill. And so the capital investment side is, is sort of handled by the uh, you know, sort of handled by the appraisal's, appraisal's office uh, to make sure that it was built and, and there's something to award an eBay to. Um, and on the job creation side is yes, we do have the companies um, you know, actually submit information to you know to the county um, and to us to, to show that, that they've had the job creation. Now sometimes there's also a state incentive involved, and if there is a state incentive involved and they're doing their due diligence on employee verification, then we may actually just use the state's documentation rather than doing our own documentation. So it just really depends on whether there's other programs involved in a company's uh, investment in the community. Uh, like Navy Federal, um, they were they had a number of state incentives as well. And so we, we actually pull our employment data down from the state each year uh, rather than going out and doing our own. And so that's where that information comes from. All right. Excellent. Thank you for that. Again, Scott Luth is joining me over the phone from Elevate Escambia here in Escambia County. Just to explain and break down E-Date, what it means for you and our community. Um, so I have a couple of questions here I'm trying to get to on our text line 437-1620 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Jenna Barr. This is the Pensacola Expert Panel. Happy Friday to you. Scott's answering your questions as well as I have them coming in. Thank you again, Scott, for answering all these questions. Um, here is a question here. Um, let me start with this one. Uh, somebody would like to know, um, are different businesses like Southtown, which can be considered a business, built with an e-date? So, um, so the Southtown project was, was kind of a very unique project. Um, so when, when they were actually building the Southtown project out, uh, the, the downtown area was uh, designated as a, a redevelopment zone or an enterprise zone at the time. And so Miami had them, Pensacola had one, various communities around the, uh, around the state of Florida had these redevelopment, these designated redevelopment zones. And so um, I remember right, I think the Pensacola News Journal obviously was the old property. You know, it was kind of a, a very large site, a very, um, um, I don't know if it was environmental, I think they had some environmental issues at the time. 
Uh, but it was that area of Pensacola, we really wanted to see development. And so this, is, this predates me, uh, but they had that designation. And so any project that was in there that came in and did a major capital investment project then was eligible for an e-date. So normally a company like that is not eligible. Uh, it has to be one of the state's designated target interest sectors. Uh, back when that, when that designation was there, a project like Southtown and, and Southtown Garage, uh, I think, which is really actually what got the e-date, um, was, uh, was, was eligible. Now, the state's uh, redevelopment zones actually have, have expired, um, and so they don't exist anymore, and so therefore that statute doesn't exist. So there aren't any, any redevelopment zones eligible for e-dates in the state anymore that I'm aware of. Um, so, so really now the only types of companies that would qualify would be those that are on the target industry list of the state, uh, which again, which is, you know, financial services like maybe federal, um, all of our manufacturing companies are eligible for that, you know, for, for e-dates, um, cyber security and information technology is an eligible target industry sector, you know, for, uh, for those types of uh, companies as well. So at this time, like tourism is not eligible, um, retail is not eligible, uh, in, anymore into that program. Uh, so, but each year the legislature, you know, looks at new eligible projects for e-date. Um, and there's been some discussion of them expanding some of those things for, uh, for some of the needs that we have in the community. Uh, but we'll have to look at the legislature to keep it and make any changes to that program. Excellent. Thank you for that, Scott. Scott Luth is here with Elevate Escambia answering your questions. Um, here's one, too. Now, I would love for you to break this down, too, Scott, about how you address a concerned citizen that feels like EDATE could possibly um, impact smaller independent businesses. Sure. Um, so uh, so I think we do get some of those concerns, and I, get, and I guess from two perspectives. You know, one, again, when we you know, when, when we when we offer an eBay, I guess you know when we offer an eBay to a company, obviously those are dollars that the that the county commission is not receiving. Um, you know that could go into you know supporting you know uh, you know services across the across the county, whether it's roads or you know, roads or bridges or, or, or other infrastructure projects that we're not receiving the taxes. And so some of the concern of the citizens is, is well then you know well then I'm I'm having to pay that cost over ten years. You know that 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 burden to keep those services up. You know, again, are now shifted to, you know, to everyone else in the community, and and that is a good, you know, that's I guess that's a good discussion um, about that. But again, I go back to, you know, we're not forgoing any current taxes that, you know, we're not forgoing any current taxes that are that are being paid. So therefore, that that burden isn't shifting to other citizens or other businesses. Um, what we're what we're foregoing is those net new taxes that we're currently not collecting. Um, so some of the discussion or argument there is that, you know, we're, we're giving up something that we currently don't get anyway. Um, now, the other discussion there is the company saying, well, but the company comes in and, then, and they use those services. And the answer is, well, yes, they, they do to some extent, but the company really doesn't use those services more so than the, than the employees that they bring in. Uh, but again, but the employees, the new employees and the new salaries that come in the community, you know, those individuals are paying, are paying local, you know, local uh, loss, you know, local option sales tax money every year to the county. Um, you know, so they're, they're eating and buying goods and services, so they are contributing to our sales tax. Uh, hopefully they're out there, you know, buying homes and, and goods and services, and so therefore those are generating, you know, generating the taxes uh, from all of the new jobs and all the new wages that are brought in the community. And that's why we do the assessment that we do is to make sure that that benefit is more than offsetting the cost of the EBA program. 
So that's some of the reasons why we say that that's kind of it is impacting you know, our smaller businesses. Um, the other, I guess, the other kind of position there is that you know we're, we're giving a rebate to to this company, um, and you know, and is it putting it in a, an advantage over an existing company? Um, because of the because they have to be in the target industry sector, you know, within our community, is, is the company that actually get that that eBay over years. I mean, normally what you don't see is I don't see a a baby federal credit union, um, you know, competing against a one of our car dealerships. I mean, you know, they're they, they sell on a global you know, a global scale. They provide goods and services, you know, all over the world. Um, so it's not saying that. So it wouldn't be like, you know, restaurant A gets an eBay versus restaurant B that doesn't get one, but honestly compete for our local dollars day in, day out. The companies that, the vast majority of the companies that get them aren't selling their goods and services locally, so therefore it's not generating a, a, you know, a, a business benefit of one company over the next company. All right, excellent. Hey, Scott, thank you for breaking that down. I appreciate it at that I hope alleviates any concerns. Um, if you are listening, thank you for, for joining us this morning. We have about a minute left. One more question to get to, Scott. Um, are there any other incentives like this across the state of Florida that we are competing with at all? Uh, I mean, like I said, there's multiple counties that also offer eBates across the state. Um, so, again, that puts us on a level playing field. Um, currently, right now, again, the, the eBate program is the only state you know, designated, allowed, uh, you know, program. Now, again, we can have, we can create local, you know, cash grant programs or other programs at the county level, uh, but this is the only one that's created by state statute. Excellent. Thank you for that, Scott. Scott, thank you so much for breaking everything down for us this morning. Scott Luth with Elevate Escambia. He's uh, joining me over the phone this morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. He has broken down and discussed the economic development ad valorem tax exemption, also known as E-date. It's a little bit easier to say. That's not as much as a mouthful, right, Scott? Uh, But thank you so much for explaining this. Thank you for all you're doing for our community to continue to bring businesses and growth and impact and a lot more life in as we expand out and grow in Escambia County. Scott Lou, thank you again for joining me this morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel.